Opinions expressed in this episode are personal. They do not necessarily reflect the views of this streaming platform. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Be Diverse. I am your host, Andrew Stout. This episode is dedicated to all my loved ones who have supported me through this journey. Now, every company has a reputation. It could include thoughts about your products, services, leaders, team members, history, and more. When you think of a leader, most of us think that it would be someone with a strong personality. Showing any signs of being vulnerable is not something that most people would think of in a leader. They sometimes seem stoic, professional, and sometimes frustrated in some situations. However, we sometimes seem to forget to realize one important thing. Leaders are humans too. Now, every human has times when they are on high and when they're on a low. At times, they will be weak and vulnerable. New age managers and leaders are learning how to bring vulnerability to the workplace. So today, we're going to talk about one of the most important traits for leaders and managers in the world today, vulnerability. My guest is someone who has some great insights on this subject. Her name is Rodlin Rosado. Rosalyn Ros Rosado is an 11-time certified coach, including a certified master coach and national certified profile online expert with expertise in career and performance management, career transition, leadership, and staff development. She supports executives, professionals, and creatives in including new stories, paths, and perspectives. Her broad perspective of experience includes working with large Fortune 500 companies to small organizations from Wall Street to Los Angeles. Roz believes to achieve maximum potential, you'll need a bit of gratitude, a growth mindset, and positive attitude with a dash of humor for successful results. I learned very quickly after speaking with her a few times that she is one of those rare people that is part professional and part empathetic. I am so honored to have her on today because when I first asked Rosalind, she did not bat an eyelash and was committed to being a guest and helping me make a great conversation with her. Welcome to the show, Rosalind. It is awesome to finally get you on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Andrew. And Thank you for the intro. Um, always a pleasure uh, to help and and be here and have a great conversation about vulnerability. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's been something that I'm looking forward to for a while now. So I'm glad that uh, the day finally came. Yes, I know. Uh, yeah, voila, we're here. <laughs> you got to have a little bit of a sense of humor because you know, it, there's just so many things going on in the world that we just we just have to sit back and laugh. Absolutely, absolutely. How are things with you? What's new? Uh, good. I, you know, I've been doing uh, a number of podcasts and um, I'm just uh, taking care of clients and hoping that they can develop new stories as they go along in their journeys. Oh, great. Great. I'm glad to hear that things are going well. And weather, yes. Weather's going well there as well? Yes, for now. You know, we are in the summer, so we can get a lot of weather changes, especially hurricanes. So hopefully cross our fingers. We're not yes. going to get many of those. Yes, we cross our fingers on that one for sure. Well, I'm glad to hear that things are going well with you on your end. Before we begin, I always have mm-hmm. a fun, thought-provoking question okay. for my guests to get things going okay. um, and to have some fun. Are you ready for yours today? 
Sure. Yes. Okay. So, so your question today is, would you rather settle all your disagreements with a game of rock, paper, scissors, or hide and seek? Ooh, all the disagreements. Wow. Well, rock, paper, scissors is pretty quick. Yep. And hide and seek takes a whole lot of patience and strategy. Mm-hmm. So I probably would do the hide and seek. You'd probably do the hide well, and seek. Yeah, just because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have a little bit of fun in everything we do. Absolutely. Do you have a good hiding spot? Is that why is that why you say that or No, but my son does. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he always movies. Yes, he always finds the greatest spots. I'm like, "Oh, Gosh, I could have, I I never even thought about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's so funny. Well, Rosalind, thank you so much for having fun with me. I love love doing those with my guests and just because A, they don't expect and uh, B, I find it's always a good laugh. So I love, I love it. It was good. It was good. Yeah. (laughs) So why don't we get things going here? Why don't we start off with you telling us a little bit about you and your story? Well, I'm an executive coach uh, focusing on career leadership and transition. I currently I coach individuals and groups um, navigating leadership and career goals, like leading new teams, performance and management, um, career and life transitions, and having difficult conversations with team members, uh, coworkers, and colleagues, and all in the interest of just helping the clients thrive and move forward. Uh, Before my coaching, my broad experience was in entertainment, human resources, uh, wealth management, sales, and other industries, which all that created so many curves in my career. And it's why I I help others now try to smooth out some of their own edges. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When you say entertainment, what kind of entertainment are we talking about? Um, I was, uh, well, an actor for many years, for decades, oh. and I still do voiceovers. So, and that is just uh, the creative outlet that I, I still have. Oh. Um, so, you know, just primetime shows and commercials and industrials. And uh, I worked pretty well. And and then I segued into uh, HR and business and, you know, the rest is history. Mm, I did not know that we were had a celebrity in our <laughs> this morning. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't call it that, but um, you know, it's it was a long ago, and mm-hmm. you know, and I, as I say, in a galaxy far, far away. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, Rosin, what does vulnerability in leadership mean to you? Well. A lot runs through my head when when I think of vulnerability and leadership. I, there's there's a few things that stick out for me in vulnerability, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and you said it first. It's about being human, mm-hmm. but it's also about being open. Because if you're not open, you're not curious. You're not mm-hmm. curious about the other party or parties involved. It's about standing up. It's about being courageous. You know, uh, Brene Brown has always, you know, she, she said, you know, that's the bravest thing you can do is, you know, that courage of being vulnerable. <laughs> However, there's also uh, an ingredient that you really have to 
have in vulnerability, and that's being authentic. I don't think you could be vulnerable if you're not authentic, because I think people can just tell. And that authenticity really demonstrates uh, the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there sometimes you see people that that they're trying to be vulnerable, but they're just not authentic, mm-hmm. and that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a whole lot of other things like being compassionate and and having honesty, uh, not just with others but with yourself, and that's how you can have these honest conversations. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole lot to unpack there, and if we, when we talk about you know, the emotional intelligence, of course, you know, that all, all has to be there as well, because, you know, that's where that self-awareness, you know, comes in and the self-regulation and the empathy and, you know, finding your why and motivating leaders. But I really think, you know, just it, the beginnings of it's just being honest and authentic. Mm-hmm. And I think you could really move forward with that and being self-aware of, you know, of your own feelings and behavior first. Mm -hmm. I love what you said at the beginning there. If you're not open, you're not curious. I love that because I just feel like, you know, leaders have to be, you have to see the human side in them as well. They're humans just like anybody else. Correct. And and I think if they show their human side as well and not be brash or hard or unempathetic, then I think they... If you do show that, then I think there's a big difference. And people just love to see somebody who shows that humane side of themselves. And I think they'll go to bat for you if you... Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. And you'll you'll get more of a response. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're looking, it's a two-way street. If you're looking for um, feedback, then your feedback has to be as empathetic. Right. So, and they're more likely, as you said, to follow your footsteps. Right. And it's a pathway to that trust. That's the next thing. All those things have to take place and then we can get to that trust. But you can't have the trust first because it just doesn't come automatically. You have to have those things, right. um, you know, going on first. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So why is vulnerability in leadership so important? Well, as I mentioned before, it, it is a two-way street. So the more a leader is likely to be open to others, the more that others are going to share their thoughts and feelings as well. So it creates that conversation. You know, we, we, there's a misunderstanding that it is a weakness. I think you mentioned this and, you know, a stigma of, you know, of being vulnerable because people are not comfortable with that. It's, you know, I've always said, you know, growth is on the, is always on the other side of being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and it's, it's an uncomfortableness that people are not used to. And it doesn't, it almost feels like it's the opposite of leadership. <laughs> you know, um, it, you know, being vulnerable. Um, but avoiding 
these difficult conversations, it really, you lose that opportunity to have like a productive and meaningful relationship, not just with themselves, but just with their team and, and, and their coworkers and their employees, you know, so you will see an increase if you, that isn't there, there's a disconnect. How many times have we walked into you know, a department and said, I don't know. I just feel like people are not listening to each other. There's just a disconnect. And and then the disconnection goes into mistrust. And then the mistrust goes into the lower performance. And, you know, there's a decrease, uh, you know, morale and, and, you know, and there's that lower job satisfaction. So you're not going to get out of your team that you want if you don't find that balance. Right, right. I love what you said. It's a two-way street and that they're not, you know, leaders would not be comfortable with vulnerability. I do think leaders today feel that if they show vulnerability, mm-hmm. that, you know, like you said, it's a sign of weakness. So right. They are, so they are afraid to almost show that because they feel like they'll lose their, you know, their level of authority. And right. that's, that's not correct. Like, you know, I think you will gain more respect from your employees if you show your vulnerability. Like I think of something where, you know, uh, a situation where a leader will come in and, you know, he won't say good morning, everybody just go in mm-hmm. their office right. and just Straight. act all mm-hmm. mad, whatever. Yes. And, and then you go, then, you know, people wonder, well, what's going on? I think right. The leader just came in and just said, listen, guys, I had a rough evening. Right. I had a rough night. Just give me like a half hour. I'm just going to go in my office. I'm going to refocus. Just give me a half hour and then I'm all your correct. And, and I will be available to you guys to come and talk to me for whatever. And I think the employees will understand yes. that. And I think Absolutely. they will. They'll respect that you, uh, they're coming out and being real and communicating their feelings to them. I absolutely agree. Um, it just, it, it's also, that's a boundary, you know, what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also about uh, building a relationship. It's how you connect. And and just because you said, oh, I, I, I need this half an hour, I, people understand that. Yeah. You know, if people are very empathetic. They're like, oh, yeah, I, I, I need a half an hour in the morning as well. So we we all get that. And yeah. if we express it that way, people go, OK, that's great. You know, um, I'll see you in a half an hour. Right. Um, it's just the and that is the pathway to get that trust. Right. You know, there's nothing really stopping us from, you know, being vulnerable. It just really takes a lot of courage and and a lot of patience on our part. And you really need to have that. You need to be sincere about building that relationship and building that trust because, you know, we will reveal that other side of us and you have to be comfortable with that as well. Yeah, it is. That's totally important. And I think you got to want to have that relationship with your yes. with your employees and your staff and yes. everybody else surrounding you. You got to want to have that type of relationship and people will see that right. you want to have it. And that's going to go miles and miles for sure. Right. Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. So how does a leader's willingness to be vulnerable impact working relationships and their ability to lead others? Well, you know, the, this makes, we've covered that, that it's about being human. It's about connecting. You're making deeper connections with your employees and your, and your team. It's a better 
communication, you know, listening attentively instead of just asking questions or, you know, like looking down at, at someone or a coworker or a colleague. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about self-awareness. Yeah. It's about, um, you know, improving and understanding what and, and who we have around us. And it's also an advantage, right. you know, because, you know, you can anticipate, you know, your team's concerns and also come up with, you know, solutions before they arise. So, so, so that's really what, what leaders do. They're, they're more visionaries. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what we're, we're, we're looking at. It's, mm. they see the bigger picture yeah. and without all of those qualities, I don't know how the bigger picture is going to look like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you haven't had the opportunity to have all those other elements come in because it changes the picture. It changes the field. So, but it doesn't impact because it inspires their team members to become much more confident in themselves and what they stand for uh, professionally and personally. So, you know, that's just, it's a bigger impact. It's like uh, having a drop of water and all of a sudden you see the the effects of going towards the, the shoreline when you, when you just see that drop of water go into the water and, you know, there's a, it goes all the way out and reverberates all the way out. So, yeah. you know, leaders have a, have an advantage and they can change the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. I, I, I think it's not just hiding uh, their gaps and weaknesses; it's about accepting them and openly yes. recognizing them and asking yeah. for help. So, so I could see like a picture of like somebody you know leader looking and seeing one of their employees visibly stressed or overworked, and it's that leader to go over to say, "Hey, I'm noticing that you've been mm-hmm. a little stressed out lately." you know, why don't you come see me? We'll talk about it. And, you know, and in their conversation, finding out what's happening and just asking them, what can I do to help? Or what can we do to help you to get you through this time that you're dealing with stress? Or, you know, is it the work? Is it what you have on? Can we get somebody to help you with the task? It's all about communicating with that employee. They understand and you understand the importance and that'll show your vulnerability and the employee will see the vulnerability as well. There's so many benefits to it, you know, in terms Mm -hmm. of, you know, building trust and, and we get more creative and, and innovative because the team has much more of a zeal or a zest to, to help when they see there's a sense of community and, you know, there's, there's truth and there's, you know, everyone's being accountable. Everyone's, you know, towing their own line and you see all of a sudden a well-oiled machine. Right, right, right. I totally agree for sure. So we've talked about the things that affect vulnerability. What are the things that you think get in the way of leaders when it comes to vulnerability? Mm. Well, as Brene Brown has said, you know, you can't be vulnerable without being brave. And we don't have all the answers. No one has all the answers. And and that includes the leaders. Um, Right. So, you know, we all make mistakes. We all, you know, have that... You know, failing is a part of being human and and being imperfect. Um, but for 
a lot of leaders, it just doesn't come naturally. Our brains protect us from revealing the true, you know, our true selves. So uh, practicing that is difficult. So to answer that question, it's more of the fear. It's always going to be fear of fear of hurting someone, fear of hurting others or experiencing rejection. Now that is not an easy thing. Right. And, you know, and I've had this, you know, having what you say used against you. So that is a, a, a big deal. And, you know, a lot of people have had these experiences. And so you become fearful of those things that I've just mentioned. And it's a strong negative emotion, which, you know, creates that I, you know, I don't really want to do that. So it's, it's about taking a risk. It's about, you know, opening up and that takes courage. That's not easy. So that's really what gets in the way. However, mm-hmm. you know, when, and I, and I mentioned I, this before, we could have that fear, but we could create these boundaries. You don't need to be oversharing or, or, you know, really just being all out there because you have to create that boundary for yourself. It's, it's, sure. it's, it, it wouldn't be fair to, to yourself and it wouldn't be fair to others. So creating the boundary makes it, you could start this vulnerability process better and just little by little. Mm-hmm. I love when you said brave, what made me think of when you said brave, what made me think of that was when somebody asks a leader a question and they don't know mm-hmm. the answer to it, but a lot of them, <laughs> yeah. what they'll do is they, what a lot of them do is they will give the they will give an answer, but they don't know if the answer yeah. then the answer is great, but it may not be the right answer. So I think right. when you said brave, what made me think of that is that there are a lot of people and a lot of leaders they're they're afraid to ask questions, they're afraid to ask for help is what makes right. me think of that. And it's there's no reason why, you know, if I don't know an answer, I'm not gonna answer something to make me seem like that a, is that is correct. Right, Andrew. That's correct. You know, a a vulnerable leader, you know, who doesn't know it all, you know, you can ask for input, you could collaborate on ideas. And then not only does the leader take ownership, but everyone takes ownership of the problem and the solution. Right. So everyone's in it. So no one gets left behind, as they say. No, no. And like I said, just asking a question is there's nothing wrong with it. And I don't think there's any number of questions that you can ask of the same question. I think there's, you can ask questions, you can ask the same question to get a full understanding. And for me, there's nothing wrong with that as well. No. And just ensuring that, of course, when you're, you're not oversharing, you know, you're not compromising the organizational goals or anything of that uh, you know, confidentiality, because, right. you know, that, and then, you know, that, again, the, that oversharing and not having that boundary of, you know, too many details, you know, can make fe- people feel uncomfortable. And, right. and, you know, to the end of that is, you know, people might start doubting the professional integrity. And that's where I say, that's the authenticity. That's where, that's where that comes in. Right. For sure, for sure. If you could choose one word to describe yourself, Rosin, what word would that be? Oh, gosh. I 
I couldn't choose one word as I love options. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, a while ago, I someone asked me this and I came up with this in the hopes that that clients would walk away with parts of it in their sessions. And, you know, when we talk about the word grit, you know, we talk about that strength of character and, and just not only that passion and perseverance, but I, I chose to spell my grit with two eyes. And so the G for me would be, I'm a grounded person yet resilient, yeah. which makes me very adaptable to anything thrown my way. And the two eyes are insightful and innovative. So, and that comes from my diverse experience working with all kinds of personalities, nationalities, you know, different countries and industries. And that has made me empathetic to different perspectives. And I look for new perspectives and look for new ways to do things. Mm -hmm. And the last letter is T. I would say I'm transcendent as I like to go beyond the ordinary, which relates back to a lot of my deep curiosity about people and things. I'm always asking questions. And so I hope that however I am with clients, that I help them move their own needles a bit more towards their own grip. Mm. I absolutely love that. It's such a great answer. And a lot of that stuff goes with our conversation today, especially just yes. the word grit. I believe that grit is, you know, if yes. you don't have any grit, then you're not vulnerable. If, you, if you're not innovative, then you know, Correct. you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be vulnerable because you need to be innovative because you need to try ideas. Some ideas are going to work, some ideas are yes. not. But if you're afraid... Yes. To try those things, then you're never going to be innovative. So, or you're never, you know, you're not going to be willing to try anything. So, I just love what you said there for sure. Thank I, you. And I love that word. I think that's that perfectly fits our conversation for sure. So, any final thoughts today? I am just uh, thankful for, thank you for having me on. And oh. this is a great conversation. Many people don't like to go down this road because it's very uncomfortable yep. to talk about it. However, it's something that I, I think that everyone should have. You know, if everyone has a, a has a bit of vulnerability, you, you, you can become empathetic and compassionate towards that next person, that coworker, that colleague. And I just think that it takes patience to to do this but the more that you you begin to know yourself the better right. you are for other people right. right right i totally agree with you Rosin, i personally wanted to say that i thoroughly enjoyed this conversation today as well i just love the way that you bring humor to uh <laughs> compassion and i just love that and i i believe that everybody that you come across sees that as well so so thank you for being part of that conversation today or this conversation today i greatly appreciate it thank you andrew and one more thing wherever sure. there's hope and happiness there's going to be humor I totally agree with you. And I live my life with humor. And sometimes people are not always into the humor. But yeah, I think you need, I think you need to, there's got to be a laugh. I try to do yes. one, one gut busting laugh <laughs> a, a day. And I just think that it's so important. I don't know, it doesn't matter where I get it from. But 
something that just busts my gut and I laugh for five minutes. I just find that that just brings so much joy to, to me for sure. Well, if you really think about it, the moment that we laugh in those moments, do you not have hope and happiness during those moments? I sure it's, do. That's, I also have clarity. Yeah, that's right. Yes. It mixes things up. Yeah. And yeah. that's what that's what's so the beauty about that. For sure, for sure. Well, on behalf of myself and my guest Roz and I would like to thank you all for taking the time to join us today. And remember that if we all work together, we can accomplish anything. You have been listening to Let's Be Diverse with Andrew Stout. To stay up to date with future content, hit subscribe 